The usurper president, China Joe Biden, can't speak at any 9-11 memorials for fear of being heckled or booed by the audience. Members of Congress, meanwhile, and their staff are exempt from Biden's vaccine mandate. The one that they admit at the White House is unconstitutional. Meanwhile, President Trump believes, quote, they are going to decertify this election, end quote. At the same time, Fauci has no real answers for anyone about natural immunity, something that's largely being covered up and ignored lately. Meanwhile, Denmark has lifted all COVID restrictions and gone back to normal, you know, pre the new normal. All of this and more coming up after a short word from our Patriot sponsors. Welcome back, my friend, to The Silent War with your host, Dustin Nemos of Nemos News, where we continue with your help to break the cycle of fake news. Let's dive in. Got sleep issues? Let me guess. All natural sleep aids don't work for you. Well, they only have one or two ingredients to help you sleep. What good is that? Try the brand new Sleepy Joe Sleep Aid. With 18 powerful sleep-inducing ingredients, Sleepy Joe is guaranteed to put you out like Sleepy Joe in his mama's basement. The label says take two, I take one. 30 minutes before I plan to sleep, and dag nabbit, I'm out like a light for about eight hours. Grab yourself a bottle at redpillliving.com forward slash sleep. It sells out fast, so take action now. That's redpillliving.com forward slash sleep. Lights out. NemosNewsNetwork.com Breaking the cycle of fake news. So in Denmark, they have lifted all of the pandemic restrictions. No vaccine passports, no zones, no masks required. The virus is no longer even considered to be a socially critical disease. As we've known all along, it really isn't an actual pandemic. By the usual definitions, of course, definitions are sort of a loose thing when it comes to Democrats, as they like to play games with words and redefine things in order to manipulate people into social change, kind of pushing people where they want them to go. Continuing from there, I also want to mention that on CNN, they actually think that having the right to travel is not a constitutional right. Actually, it is a constitutional right. Although, to be fair, it's not a constitutional right to, you know, fly a plane or take a taxi. It's a, tra it's a constitutional right to, to travel. Now, you know, there's some argument there as far as, like, driver's licenses and, you know, modern vehicles and all of that. But generally speaking, yeah, you have the right to travel, and we could devolve that into the argument of walking or using the horse or having a license versus not having a license. But, you know, airports aside, you absolutely firmly have a constitutional right to travel. And this is the sort of thing that communists, um, they always like to lock society down, turn it against each other, ramp up the fear, shorten the supplies and the food, and then, of course, destroy the currency as they enrich themselves and then you have celebrities cooking steak for the leader while he eats on TV. And the rest of the country starves, wishing that they had that steak. So that's kind of where things are in Cuba right now, just as one example. 
and a lot of people are fleeing the Cuban communism. That's what they want to bring here, and these idiots on CNN continually want to strip us of our rights, but the Constitution is a shield and a wall, so to speak, against these sort of shenanigans, as long as we can protect it. You know, those famous words, it's a republic, madam, so long as you can keep it, by Ben Franklin. Now, continuing, I also want to mention that Fauci was asked, point blank, about natural immunity and why people should need it, uh, need to get the vaccine if they've had the virus in the past and therefore have natural immunity. He says, quote, I don't have a firm answer for you on that. Well, of course you don't have a firm answer because you're going against science. You're not actually following the science, but you're saying that anyone who disagrees with you is unscientific. That is bullshit, but that's the way they're doing it now. If you disagree with the dogma, you're not following the science, quote, quote, you know, unquote. And then, you know, they, they just essentially try to bash you with that as though they have some sort of a monopoly on science by, you know, shouting their fiat dictate at you. I hate to say it, but Fauci's more a politician than a scientist at this point anyway. He, seem, he seems to spend more of his time on television than in the lab. Maybe he's getting a little rusty, but... You know, we already know that he's a corrupt, multi-caught liar who funded the bioweapon research in Wuhan, China, and elsewhere, and that he's been caught lying about it to Congress, that he's profited and enriched himself from it, that he knew long ago that hydroxychloroquine worked, that masks caused bacterial pneumonia-related deaths and disease, and he's still given us the advice he's given us, lied the way he's lied, led to the deaths of tens of millions of people worldwide, because a lot of other countries are looking to the U.S. and CNN for their news, right? And, you know, e even in places like Taiwan, which are our allies, they watch CNN, which is some sort of a, you know, a confusing thing. But, of course, you know, CNN pays airports to host their channel, so maybe it's something like that where they're paying governments. I don't know. But CNN is nothing but, as we know, a far-left radical propaganda rag which continually, perpetually, and daily lies in order to exploit fear, paranoia, for profits and ratings, which we've already caught them saying the ratings uh, COVID is boom, uh, was it um, <clears throat> something about Rating, uh, ratings from COVID is uh, something. It was really good ratings from COVID. I don't remember the exact expression, but that undercover project Veritas video caught them bragging about how it was great ratings to have all of that fear from the COVID reporting. Um, and, and they've been caught multiple times by Project Veritas. So yeah, there's a lot of evidence out there about CNN and how corrupt they are. So I always find it to be a little bit amusing and confusing at the same time when I see CNN on at the airport or I hear about someone from another country listening to CNN or some sort of other fake news related outlet from the United States. So the world is looking to us once again as a leader and, you know, the leader of the free world, supposedly. And where are we leading them to exactly? So as I've said many times, the battle really ends and starts here in the United States. If we are able to stand firm for freedom, 
and maintain certain things like freedom of speech, private property, all of that, it's very difficult for the rest of the world to move into this new world order reset that they're openly discussing and bragging about, or even threatening in places like New South Wales, Australia, where they admit what they're looking at in the contact tracing under the new world order and all that quote that recently came out. Many of you saw that clip that went viral. They're just using the term New World Order now. They don't care anymore. They think they've won. But the problem is, if one country stands up and has their head standing above you know, the level of slavery, while the rest of the world is bowed down in chains, the rest of the world will eventually start to rebel, looking to us once again as an example. So as long as one slave, or in this case country, is allowed to stand up, the other slaves may also rebel. So they have to move everyone to a new system where we don't even remember freedom. That's what they have to do. There can be no examples of the thing that we've lost and can't have ourselves being serfs or slaves in this new system. They're moving us to a new dark ages where it was only the powerful institutions of the church and the state and the overlords the feudal overlords and royals that had all of the power, wealth, property, and everything. So, while I'm, you know, a respecter of people who are property owners and, you know, landowners and that sort of thing, and I feel like they have a bit more of a stake in the game, perhaps, for example, um, some nations have even limited voting rights to people who held land, for example. And there's some arguments for that, pro and against. I get both. But at the end of the day, we have to remember that in America, we are the leaders of the free world. If we hold here, they still have a chance to. And we don't have to do any regime change. We don't have to, you know, invade it or drop bombs on anyone. We just have to live free by our constitution and set an example for the rest of the world. Now, continuing from there, I, you may hear my little two-year-old in the background. He's almost two. He's moving up there fast, and he's growing so quick, too. He's a wonderful little guy, Sebastian. The White House Chief of Staff actually admitted that the new vaccine mandate using OSHA is a workaround of constitutional objections. Now, in law, this is called an admission against interest. But basically, when you admit that you're doing something to get around the law, the judges tend, normally, in general cases, to frown upon that. Now, I don't know if they're going to look the other way because of politics and the fact that this is the White House and the Democrat Party, you know, but we don't know. They might. Obviously, a lot of times we end up with corrupt judges and who knows how they're picking... What, go, what case goes to which judge. But certainly, when they're admitting that they're trying to get around constitutional objections when doing something, it should weigh in on the court's decision. Now, President Trump believes they are going to decertify this election. We'll see what happens, but I'm very optimistic, and I'm happy to hear that he is still fighting doggedly on this issue. 2020 matters more than 2024. We can't look forward until we fix what's already been done. 
If they were allowed to cheat in 2020, there is no 2024. And we have already lost our country. So we, we have to correct this issue. We have to decertify through these audits and then bully them into submission through the fact that we have the majority of the country on our side and our issue, obviously, through the political process. So moving on uh, from there, that's a very important process. But just because Trump says it uh, doesn't mean it's going to happen. But let's hope so. New York's upstate hospital in, where was it again? Lewis County is going to stop delivering babies later this month because they just don't have the staffers in order to keep up. Too many have quit because of the vaccine mandates. Now, I'll mention that, you know, while they pause in order to recruit more vaccinated nurses, these are the same nurses who, in the maternity unit, would be overseeing the vaccinations of young children and especially babies, newborns. Um, They probably, more than most, have seen their fair share of adverse reactions that were probably not, for the most part, reported to the now-rigged VAERS system, the Vaccine Adverse Effects Reporting System, which is showing skyrocketing thousands of percents of growth of deaths and adverse effects from the COVID vaccines. But, you know, even from the old ones, the regular old poisonous jabs, um, a lot of babies died. They called it most often SIDS or sudden infant death syndrome. A lot of parents went to prison for shaking their babies or for abuse that never happened because of these vaccines killing young babies. And it got worse and worse the more of these vaccines were on the recommended dose for newborns. So I would imagine that of all all the people in the medical field who are rejecting the jab, and we know that it's the PhDs leading the rejections, um, I bet nurses and maternity staff in these newborn areas of the medical field, hospitals especially, are seeing higher than normal rejection rates. I'm just speculating on this. I don't have any numbers to tell you that for sure. We already know that even in far-left radical areas, about half of the frontline medical responders, nurses, all of them, are refusing the vaccines. So the hospitals are going to run out of staff fairly soon. And then, of course, because of the vaccines that have been taken already, many of the hospitals are going to run out of patients soon, unfortunately. Especially the way they are treating them, whether they are vaccinated or not, denying them medical care for easily treatable things like bacterial pneumonia, letting people die, COVID killing them in the hospitals, refusing treatment if they're not vaccinated. People are dying because of this. They haven't yet tried to force you to take the vaccine in most cases, although we have seen judges trying to order this on alienated parents and custody battles or people facing you know, parole from jail or bail, that sort of thing. People who were in a position where they were unable to defend their rights. But, you know, for the most part on the fringes, we haven't seen door-to-door forced vaccines or contact tracers taking people to forced quarantine camps like in Australia yet because of the Second Amendment. But we do see them killing people. Like Cuomo 
in the nursing homes and other Democrats as well, other Democrat governors, which we never really heard much about those investigations, did we? It was only Cuomo, and then they covered it up with a, a sex scandal, as though that mattered compared to his murdering of tens of thousands of New York elderly in nursing homes. Uh, I think the mass murder is a little bit bigger than the sexual harassment, but that's just my take. Anyway, members of Congress and their staff are exempt from the Biden vaccine mandate, just like the U.S. postal workers. So, so far, we have Congress, their staff, and the Postal Service being above the law as far as the vaccine mandate goes for everyone else. Now, we'll see what happens, because obviously it is, of course, unconstitutional. They admit that. They know that. But we have to go through the process, and someone has to spend a lot of time and money to force it into the courts for some judge to say, hey, stop doing that. Shame on you. Apparently. There's also mass civil disobedience, and many people are calling for that. Some people are calling for it to not be so civil, and I don't agree with that. But if you look at what's going on in Australia, you can understand what's going on in France. That's all I'm going to say. Now, Joe Biden, of course, refused and did not accept any, well, wasn't invited to speak at any 9-11 memorials or events related to it, really, because no one would want to hear him speak, and there was a massive fear that he would be booed or heckled out, maybe even have rocks thrown at him, like Trudeau in Canada. So instead, he basically stayed in his basement for most of the day and ruined it by sticking his head out once or twice. We also, unfortunately, have to report that the New York Times, even of all places, are confirming that Biden's drone strike in Kabul was not of a suicide bomber terrorist. It was actually an innocent family, children included. I hope you found this video to be of value. If you did, please consider liking, sharing, subscribing, following us at nemosnewsnetwork.com slash news. And if you find it to be a value and you want to support us financially and it's not a burden, mosey on over to redpillliving.com slash nemos and shop Patriot. Pick up a bottle of vitamin C or vitamin D. Harden your immune system. Grab a bottle of Sleepy Joe so that you can sleep like Sleepy Joe himself in his basement on his campaign, sleeping the entire campaign away. That's how powerful and still all-natural our Sleepy Joe product is. So check out Red Pill Living, the most powerful all-natural sleep aid ever. With that said, I'll see you guys on the next one. Dustin Nemos, out.